Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. He is no longer a baby in a manger any longer. He is a risen and victorious Savior, and He deserves our praise, and He deserves our worship. Wow. Well, thank you, Radiant Worship. They have been serving all week long. Can you give it up for this team that just been doing? We love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you all for doing such a good job. Well, you can be seated. You can be seated. If I'm so glad that you are all here tonight, and um Welcome to Christmas Eve, and we're, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. We'll end the service with our, our, our candlelight ceremony, but I love, I'm just a Christmas like fanatic. I love everything about the season. It's even more fun. I've got all these kids, and we just have a lot of fun with it. I love the food. I love the services. I love everything about Christmas. One of, one of my favorite things I have to admit to you guys is I'm a gifts guy. I like gifts at Christmas. I, like, I, I grew up just thinking like, Everything about Christmas was about the gifts. And how many remember, like, when you were a kid, you weren't thinking about your gifts for Christmas in December. You were thinking about it in, like, June and May. How many remember, make, like, I would see something in the store, and I'd go, Mom, I want that on my Christmas list. She's like, it's six months away. Yeah, put it on the list. That's what I want. I, I remember I grew up in a, in, a, in a day and age where we would get the Toys R Us catalog. How many remember the catalog you get in the mail? I mean, open that thing up, and every toy, somebody, you're probably thinking, you're like, what is Toys R Us? Well, you're under 30, and, uh, and God bless, and, and rest in peace, Toys R Us didn't make it. So, uh, it, it, I would just remember, I would sit there and think, and then I'd try to find the presents. My parents would try to hide them, and how many would admit that you try to sneak around your house and find where the presents were, and try to see what it is. My kids still try to figure out the presents. They're, they're going in. And how many remember? They, they shake the present like that, try to figure out what it is. And, and it's funny. Like, I still kind of have this in, in me. I, I have some presents under the tree right now. I got my name on it. So I have to admit, even as a little bit older dude, I'm, I'm going up to them, shaking them a little bit. I wonder what they got me this year. I wonder, 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 wonder if it's Bucks season tickets. Come on, are those in there? No, it's not in there. Not in there. They made a, new, a, new, a new iPad or new something fun. And we've all had those moments, haven't we, where, where we go to open the gift. Now, there's two different types of people that open gifts. There's the people that just devour it and just rip all the, 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 the paper off. Who's that? Can I see in the room? Like, you're the devourer, okay? And, and then there's the other group, and you're the group that I just don't understand. You're like, okay, I'm going to save this paper for next year. <laughs> where are you at in the room today? Like, uh, oh, that bow needs to be, put that aside. Come on, Meryl. We need that one right there. Weird. Like, who, who doesn't? You're like, it costs five cents, six cents with inflation. Like, you can take it. <laughs> Throw it out. So you go, you go to open up the gift, and, and then you can always kind of tell when someone doesn't like the gift. And, and, and so, like, dads, come on, we've all had that moment where we get the gift, and everybody's all excited, and you open it up, and, and you're like, wow, awesome. <laughs> Socks. We were talking about it as a team. We're like, you know you don't like the gift the more you describe the gift. You're like, wow, two socks. <laughs> and wow, the, the ones I could have bought myself at Marshall's neat. Oh, and they're Christmas, and Christmas is almost over, so I can't even wear them. Wow. 
Thank you. Thank you. You know, gifts come in all shapes and sizes. And in, in our world today, you know, the gifts, they come and they go. And, and, and you get the clothes and it kind of wears out. And, and you kind of get to the place where you get the electronic and it eventually dies. And, and so gifts are they're such a big part of Christmas. And I'm not anti-gifts. I actually believe that Christmas is all about gifts. Not to, not to mess you up a little bit. Because at the very beginning... We know that the reason we give gifts to each other is because we're modeling what our Father in heaven did for us, where the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall never perish but have everlasting life. We, we give gifts at Christmas because God gave us a gift because he loved us so much. So what I want to talk to you about is not... Not a bad gift you got, or not a gift that's kind of going to fade. I'm going to talk to you today about a gift that you might not even know you've experienced or you can experience. And, and so if you're taking notes, you can write it down, the title of Christmas Eve 2021. I titled it simply this. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the gift of Jesus. The gift of Jesus. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about what it means to experience the gift of Jesus. And now you hear this word Jesus and and you probably have a bunch of different ideas that come to your mind. You think maybe a teacher or, or, or a miracle worker. Some of you guys, you think of that guy with a hippie hair kind of going down and walking around with a shirt off with a, a sheep on his shoulders. Like, we get these weird pictures of Jesus. But I want to kind of clear the air of what does it mean to experience the gift of Jesus this Christmas. And, and so we don't have to make it up. I'm not going to give you my opinion of who Jesus is. I'm going to tell you what the Bible says about him. And there's a passage, I just want to break it down for you tonight. And it was actually written 700 years before Jesus came. And 700 years before, a, pro a, a, a prophet by the name of Isaiah spoke these words, and I want you to see it. He says, for unto us, talking about us, the world, a child is born. This is talking about the very first Christmas. And a son is given. And then it describes this. And the government will be on his shoulders. How many are thankful that God is bigger than any government, any political system, anything that's out there? They think they're in control. No, God's in control. And it says like this, and he shall be called. And it tells us about this gift that we got. He says he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's the description of who he is. So I thought for a few minutes tonight, for Christmas Eve, I would actually not just let you admire the gift, but I would open up the gift and let you see what happens when you experience the gift of Jesus. So let's unwrap this together. The prophet tells us, let me say, tell you this way, this gift, is, it's got someone in there, it's a wonderful counselor. It's a wonderful counselor. I love this because I want you to understand what this means. And, and you've probably heard this phrase, but let me tell you what a wonderful counselor means. It simply means this, is that we can confide in Jesus and we can trust his direction. So I want you to understand this tonight because our world, world is filled with people that have got lots of opinions. A lot of things they think you should do with your life. And you're probably here tonight, some of you are confused you don't know what direction to go. You don't know if you should marry this person or not marry this person or take that job or don't take that job or apply for that school. And where do we get direction with our life? Some of us run to our friends and that's our counselors in our life and, and they'll lead you astray at times. I remember when I was in college, I had some great friends and, 
And, and I asked him one time, I was like, what, what do y'all think I should do? Like, uh, I, I want to be cool. They're like, oh, Aaron, if you want to be cool, you got to be like one of these. Like, y'all remember, I, I mean, when I was in college, like the boy bands were a big deal. So it's NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Come on. I know y'all didn't listen to them, but, you know, your friends did. And so, and they're like, oh, man, Aaron, if you want to be cool, you're like, those guys, you got you to bleach your hair. That's what you got to do. So I was like, I was like, okay, well, if y'all say that's the best thing to do, then let's do it. So I remember we got in, in our dorm room and bleached our hair. It didn't turn out quite right. I looked like, like, like a Q-tip. It was just fro on the top. <laughs> y'all want to see a picture? No, I didn't even bring a picture because I, I refused. I burned all the pictures back then because it was so bad. And I remember walking around thinking, why did I listen to those people? You've all had that moment where you go, why did I take their advice? Well, why did I do that? Because you listen to some people that might have good opinions, but I want to remind you, people have opinions, but God is our wonderful counselor. Proverbs says it this way, for the Lord gives wisdom. You get opinions from people, but you get wisdom from God. God is the one that can guide you. God the one is the one that can move you onto the path of the potential in your life. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So listen, you might be distracted tonight. You might not know where to go. But going into 2022, I want you to open up the gift of Jesus and understand you have a wonderful counselor. He cares for you. He loves you. And he will guide your life. Come on, give him better praise than that tonight, church. He's a wonderful counselor. But it doesn't end there because then the prophet tells us he's not just a wonderful counselor. He's also a mighty God. A mighty God. What does this mean to have, to have the gift of Jesus being a mighty God? Here's what it means. It means that nothing is too difficult for Jesus. Nothing is too difficult. Somebody in here, you're facing a battle and it seems overwhelming. And, and it's because you've come to your end. I want you to know that it just because it might be the end of you doesn't mean that it's the end of the possibility because our God is able to do more than we can imagine. He, he's a mighty God. If you don't know about my family, I have um, five kids. You'll see them at the end of this service. They'll come up. Uh, five kids that are nine and under. So pray for us. And, uh, and hit up my Venmo if you want to help me out on Christmas. Uh, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Um, so these, they're, they're fun. My, my boy is five. He's the only boy. So, um, so he, he has this weird idea right now. He's all into superheroes and wrestling and fighting. He's a tough kid. And he has this crazy idea that I'm just like the biggest thing out there. I'm the strongest thing out there. I like it. I, I, I planted the seeds. I'm just like, yeah, that's true. So... So he, he's always talking about, man, dad, when I grow up, I want to be big like you. I want to be strong like you. So a few months back, we were at Disney, and we were in line. And he's like, dad, you're real big. And I was like, that's awesome. And he's like, he's like dad, you're so much bigger than that guy. And he points at a guy right in front of us in line. I was like, son, he can hear us. And then my son was like, dad, you could beat that guy up. So the guy turns around. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's true, but I'm sorry. Like, I just... You know, uh, I, eventually my son's going to outgrow this idea. I, I'm hoping it's when he's 30, 35, 40, he gets this idea. Oh, man, maybe my dad can't do everything. Because he's going to realize that we all have our weaknesses, right? We are all broken. We are, let, let's be real. We've all had those times that the sickness has overcome us. The stress overwhelms us. The, the pressure of life, the, 
the depression, the anxiety, the, the issues in our mind. There's so many times they're out of our control. But here's what I want to encourage someone this Christmas Eve. Is the thing that might limit you does not limit our Jesus. I, I know you might have put a cap on what is possible. But Jesus himself said it this way. When talking about salvation, he says, what is impossible with man is possible with God. So he's able to do more than you can imagine. So, so here's my encouragement, ready? Is that Jesus has the power to overcome whatever is overcoming you. So I want to encourage some people tonight. They feel like, man, 2020 has taken them down and 2021 has taken them down. They're under so much pressure. I want to remind you of the gift of Jesus that he is a mighty God, meaning he's bigger than cancer. He's bigger than COVID. He's bigger than your challenges. He's a great and mighty God, and he deserves all of our praise and all of our worship. But wait, there's more. It's like an infomercial, right? Hold on, hold the line. There's more. If you call in right now, here's what we get next. He's not just a wonderful counselor and a mighty God. The prophet went on to say he's also an everlasting father. Everlasting father. So interesting that even though we know the Trinity, Jesus is the son, he's also described as a father. What does this mean? Well, well, I want to break down the words because everlasting means ongoing and ongoing and ongoing. There's no end. And then father, he's, he's a dad. He's, he's someone that's going to care. So here's my definition of it. Ready? It simply means this, that Jesus is my forever father. Forever father. And some of you guys, Christmas is a really hard time because of either the father you didn't have or the father you did have that was so awesome. And, then, and now maybe that person is gone. And there's an aching in our heart or there's a frustration in our life because of what we've experienced with our earthly dads. And so when you hear this idea of an everlasting father, you're like, I don't even know if I want that. But I want you to know, here's what it means. It means that God is, is in your life in such a way that he wants to help you because you're his son, you're his daughter. The Bible tells us that he's not going to ever leave your life. I think this is so important. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, so some people push back from the gift of Jesus because they go, oh, Father, I, I had a bad one. I, I, don't want an, I don't want a father in my life. But they have to realize, listen, no, no, he's a God that will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And, and, and I love it. He's a God that genuinely cares about every detail of your life. He's a good father. That's who he is. I, I love what it says in Matthew. Jesus himself is talking to his disciples. And he says, are not two sparrows, he said, sold for a penny? In other words, he's telling us, like, aren't birds cheap? Like, that's a weird translation, but it's the truth. It's like they're cheap. You can buy a couple of them for a penny. He says, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care. So not, nothing's going to happen to them. Even though they might be cheap to the world, they're, they're something I'm going to care about. And he says, yeah, not, he goes, and even the very hairs of your head are numbered. Now, Radiant, I love you, but I'm not counting the, the hairs on your head. So my love to you only goes so far. But God's love is so big that he hears about every detail of your life. And he goes, so don't be afraid. And somebody needs to know this going into 2022. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He goes, you are more th worth more than many sparrows. 
So I know that your friends might have told you you're not worth anything or your parents might have devalued who you are. Some person might have mistreated you. But let me tell you what you're worth. You are worth what someone is willing to pay for you. So what was somebody willing to pay for you? The God of the universe looked down at you and said, I'll tell you what they're worth. They're worth my very son going to this earth and dying on the cross. You have incredible value. And God sees it in you because he's a good father. Come on, can we give him some praise? tonight so the gift of Jesus he's a wonderful counselor he's a mighty God he's an everlasting father and it doesn't end there he's got one more the prophet says he is a he's a prince of peace prince of peace sometimes I'm like God did you remember this one in 2020 2021 (laughs) Because what we think this means, we think this means that the world will be filled with peace. Oh, then there's going to be peace in our government. There's going to be peace in in politics. There's going to be peace in the Middle East because he's the prince of peace. He came, so there should be peace everywhere. That's not what it meant. It's not what it meant. So so you'll miss it if you think that's what it meant. Here's what it means. Write it down this way. Simply this. is that Jesus can provide peace within you no matter what is going on around you. He's the gift that can provide peace within you no matter what is going on around you. And let's be real. Some of y'all are going through some craziness right now. And it's turmoil around you. Can I invite you to experience the gift of Jesus this Christmas? Which is a gift that means you can have peace in your life. Jesus himself said it this way. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. The context of this verse is that he's talking about the end times, the struggles that are going to come ahead. He says, but in this world, you will have trouble. That's not one of those verses I like to name and claim over my life. Come on, today, God, this is your day. In this world, I will have trouble. That's not what we do with that verse. But how many know it's reality? Reality is life is filled with troubles, with heartache. He goes, but take heart because I have overcome the world. This is the good news, is no matter what's going on around you, you can have peace within you because of the gift of Jesus. Can I hear a good amen tonight, church? (laughs) Helen Keller, many of you know who she is. She was born healthy, but about 19 months in, she got a a terrible sickness that made her both, um, she could not hear, she could not um, see, she could not speak. And so they hired a teacher named Ann Sullivan to come in and try to teach her. But she was very rough, unruly, difficult child. And Ann Sullivan worked with her and was able to help her communicate. And uh, Helen Keller went on to do incredible things with her life. She ended up being a huge advocate for those in disability and, and uh, disabilities. And she ended up doing incredible things with someone that loved the Lord. And she talks about the idea of how man, many times in life we think we deserve you know, I deserve better than this. And some of y'all feel like that. I deserve better than the divorce I just went through. I, de- I deserve better than the struggle I'm going through. I deserve better than the hardships I had. I deserve better than the, than the issues I walked through with my parents. I deserve better than that. But what she realized in life is that sometimes things are not going to make sense. So she said it this way, and I think it was so brilliant, a playoff of, um, of, of a scripture. She said it this way, I don't just want peace that passes understanding. You know, that's what's promised through the scriptures. She says, I want the understanding that brings peace. Let that sink in for a second. 
Because we pray all the time, God, give me peace that passes all understanding. But sometimes you need to pray, God, give me the understanding that's always going to bring peace. You want to know what the understanding is that brings peace in your life? It's the gift of Jesus. It's understanding that Jesus is with us, that Jesus is for us, that Jesus is on our side, that Jesus is turning all things together for the good, that Jesus, if he's for you, then none can be against you. We can be encouraged today because we have an understanding of the gift of Jesus, and it brings us peace today. So, so it's Christmas time, and there's going to be in a few minutes, you're going to exchange some gifts. And so you have an option. You can look at the gift and you can go, wow, that's a great gift. And did y'all see that gift? It's a really good gift. It's an amazing gift. Man, everybody should get a gift like this. And what I've realized in the world today is we do a better job of admiring the gift of Jesus than we do with actually receiving the gift of Jesus. And my challenge for you this Christmas is to go the next step beyond admiring Jesus to now receiving him into your life. Receiving a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and the prince of peace. And and, and so now the ball is in your court. Let me just say this this way. This gift you did not work for. You could not earn it. You could not give enough money to make it happen. No, this gift is but by the grace of God. He looked down and saw us in our sins, and he gave us Jesus. Can we just give him some thanks for the, for the grace of God that gave us his son? So he did his part. He sent his son to this earth, the best gift ever, to free us from our sins, to be the sacrifice for, for us. Now, it's for you to receive. How do you receive it? You receive it in faith and say, you know what? Today's my day. I'm going to turn control of my life over to Jesus. I'm going to make him my Lord and make him my Savior. When you do that, I promise you, he'll change your life. He, he'll come into your life. He'll change you. He'll transform you. And he'll bring you to a better life than you ever thought you could have. Because he is. He's the God of the universe. And he wants to change you. Why don't you right there in your, in your seat, just close your eyes, bow your head. Because this is the reason... But you came tonight. This is the reason somebody invited you. It's not to have just some great experience. It's actually to receive the gift of Jesus. The Bible's very clear that we were created for a relationship with God. You were created. We all have this God-shaped hole in our life. But, but man is separated from God because of our sin. We've all sinned. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So what do we do about this? We can't do enough ourselves to get us out of our sin. So we needed a sacrifice for our sins. And that's why Jesus came. 2,000 years ago, born in a manger, lived a sinless life, died a horrific death on that cross for you and for me. But he didn't stay dead. He rose again on the third day and he overcame death, hell, and the grave. He was victorious so that you can live in victory. Now he gives you a chance to respond. Will you say yes to him? Will you give him your life? And if that's you tonight, the Holy Spirit's pulling on your heart saying today's your day today's your day to turn control of your life over to jesus to receive the gift of jesus in your life saying i'm going to make jesus my lord i'm going to make him my savior if that's you on the count of three i want you to respond boldly by throwing that hand up say today's my day on christmas i'm receiving the best gift ever the gift of jesus on the count of three that's you throw that hand up ready one 
two, come on, be bold. That's you, ready, three, throw those hands up. Thank you, thank you. Come on, throw it up. Thank you so much, thank you. Wow, so many people, thank you, thank you. Thank you in the back. So many other people, thank you over there in the corner. So many people making this decision. This is your, if you touch you online, throw that hand up, come on, wave it at me. Why don't we do this? The Bible says if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is who he says he is, that he's God, that he rose from the dead, that we will be saved. So we're gonna make a confessional statement today. We're gonna say this prayer, and we're gonna say it together. But don't just say it with your mouth, say it with your heart. And why don't we all say it together at every location. Say it like this, say, dear Jesus. Come on, say it loud, dear Jesus. Today, I make a decision to give you my life. Thank you for coming to this earth, for dying for me. I make a decision to live for you. Forgive my past my present and my future be my lord and be my savior in jesus name we pray and everybody that believes it says come on can we celebrate with those who just made the best oh come on radiant church it's a big deal thank you for listening to the radiant church podcast for service times or giving options visit us at weareradiant.com